So I want to tell y'all, I just want to be upfront. Oh, no. <laughs> I just finished the book like maybe 45 minutes ago. <laughs> and I Good, feel, it's fresh. Yeah. I still feel like I do not understand anything that just happened. Well, <laughs> um, I hope it's mutual feelings with y'all. <laughs> I feel like, Sergio, you're more, not saying you're not, Jess, but I feel like, Sergio, maybe you, because since you took more time, you were able to possibly comprehend everything better. What exactly are you implying? I'm not implying anything about you, Jess. I'm just saying. (laughs) Well, did you want to do the intro or did you? I'm trying to close the chat because it's taking up my computer space. I wonder why my picture. Your little, showing. your little gray body does. I, I chose a picture and I uploaded to Zoom. I'm hoping it shows soon. <laughs> That's too funny. I'm terrified to see what it is. Do you want to log in and log out? Is wanna... that what I have to do? I might have I th- to. I think you. you have, yeah. All That's right, fine. All right. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. Is... I mean, I'll take it. Yes, we can pretend <laughs> that's you. That's fine. Right, that's cool. fine. Although I totally would have seen more of a Danny DeVito vibe. Oh, that's such a m- much better idea. More than Tom Arnold, but I'll yeah. take it. I'll take it. <laughs> and for those who are listening, you can watch this video. You, you'll get more of the podcast if you watch it on YouTube. Just FYI, everything you're listening to on Spotify or Apple Podcasts is going to be a shorter version. Just FYI. So mm-hmm. I would go over to YouTube if you want to hear everything. And what is that YouTube link? Slightly Sierra, but I'm going to change the name. So I'll bleep okay. myself in somewhere and <laughs> editing wise. <laughs> yes. We're going through. So we're recording this in November just for people who are listening um i'm kind of doing a rebranding um so the rebranding is if we haven't done the episode yet is jess is gonna be i guess co-host majority of the time when yes when she's available because she is a full-time student and working full-time as well i am i'm going crazy i'm crazy i don't know why i do this and then hopefully sergio i hope you join us more and Mm -hmm. more episodes Because yeah. I think it would help definitely having a guy's perspective on here. I cannot get over Tom Arnold. I can't. <laughs> Every time I talk, it just comes up. It pops up. It's amazing. That's too funny. Okay, so we're reading today, or we read Salem's Lot by Stephen King. Mm-hmm. And what would you rate the thrill factor for this book? One through ten. Well, I think in all fairness, we have to make note that this book came out in the 70s, um, Mm -hmm. or at least was based in the 70s. The time is very different um, from today. So the writing and the storytelling is very different. Um, You know, even Stephen King says that he likes to keep it modern um, for the times that he's writing in. And that he did. Um, So... For thrill factor, uh, I'm going to have to give it like a three. And I hate doing that to Stephen King. Like a no, three. I'm right there with you. I, I, I'm I, not like a huge Stephen King fan, but I do enjoy 
most of his books. Um, but yeah, the thrill factor in this one, 100% like a three. Uh, I mean, without getting into spoilers, especially towards the end, it was really dope. But jeezy, Pete, it is, it is a lot to get through until you finally get thrilled. Yes. Good I have Lord. to agree. <laughs> the world building. The world building. Oh, it, my God. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. I felt like I was reading a lot of stuff, like biographies of pe- everyone in town, like mini biographies. I was like, do I need to know all these people? Like, <laughs> can we just keep them in the background? I mean, technically we did, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> in a sense, some people pop back up and I had to like go back to my tabs and figure out, did he talk about these people in the beginning? <laughs> yeah. No, so at least that's... you at least you made some type of note very little yeah. i mean like only have six tabs and that was only because he was introducing every character that he was throwing into the story and there are a really... lot of characters yeah there were so many characters that are, and more that are just like touched on and for some reason you get some... well that's the thing about stephen king though is like he loves his characters so much and the majority of the stories that you're going to hear or that he'll tell are about the characters you know uh every almost every character goes through something and then comes out the other end a different way um but that's just in the majority of the character or that's the majority of the books there are others like uh the the dark tower series where in one book nothing really changes as far as the characters go but across the series it changes he just loves his characters the shining was one that i read first and I don't recommend that as a first go of a Stephen King book because that's it's a it's a longer book and it's again three quarters of the book is all characters and learning every bit of their backstory. It's it's a lot. So what would you recommend to be the first book of a Stephen King novel to read? Uh honestly this one. Like this really? one or or yeah because <laughs> this one at least has like excitement kind of bubbling in the background you know it's like a pot of water that's about to boil you start to see it simmer you see the bubble start to form um there's a little bit of mystery going on throughout the book until it all just immediately starts to boil um but like the shining it just takes forever and there's so few characters there's like three characters and then a bunch of ghosts and then with the dark (laughs) tower series it's so confusing because it goes back and forth. And then with Misery, it's two or three characters. That's it. See, so I can learn- do that. Oh, you think that. But like, <laughs> imagine learning every little thing about this one person and then to find out that kind of it, it matters, but not really. Like, it, it's it's tough. I recommend this this book as like a first time anybody for Stephen King. Like, you are right. I, I got the same vibe that he loves the character building. But do we absolutely need the entire backstory for every single character? Is it important for the story? I think for a small town, which is what the feeling I got for this book, a small town oh. feel where everybody knows everything about everyone. We knew everything about everybody in this story. But mm-hmm. generally, in my opinion, no. Yeah, no. In general, absolutely not. But because he wants that entire feel, yes. Yes. I suppose and then so. the not uh, last non-spoiler question would be 
what would you rate the pacing? Slow, medium to slow, or medium to fast, or super fast? I'll let you take that one, Sergio. (laughs) Okay, I'm going to say for me, as a first time reading, I've never read any Stephen King book ever, and this is my first time, and I rated this really slow. Mm -hmm. So slow. I was almost thinking about well just kind of knew what i was feeling but i was thinking like i'm gonna have to convince sergio that i'm gonna dnf this book i I cannot finish this book at all but um i was like i'm just gonna push through so i can say i finally read a stephen king book for sure Mm -hmm. so i i I found that i would suggest the outsider as the first book read for stephen king because that one was by far like I really enjoyed that one. Yes, it was really long, but man, was the story great. And I felt like the character building in that one was a necessity because you needed to know the different types of characters and what was happening and why they reacted the way that they did to the situation. And I, I think that would have been a good one to start with, but I've already read it. So, you know, here we are. Have you read that one, Sergio? Yes. Yeah, I did. It was watch the show. No, I haven't. I haven't oh, seen the show. I read I it because I wanted I want to watch then. the show, but I, I haven't watched it yet. So I Same. watched the show. I just you only watched what, one and two episodes and that was it? I didn't watch. Oh, you didn't did at I? all? No, I, I didn't. Did. I okay. read I read the book just like Sergio. I read the book with the intention of watching the show and then I didn't. <laughs> it just didn't happen. <laughs> well, I read the show. I wa- I read. I read. I watched the show. <laughs> I thought the show was really good. And I want to read The Outsiders because I like the show so much. But then I asked Jess about what happened at the end. And she was like, you said, okay, I could spoil it to you. But I'm not going to spoil it to you, Sergio. And she said it didn't happen like in the TV show. So I was like, now I have to read the book to find out the real ending. (laughs) I think you should. I, I highly recommend The Outsider. Highly. So from here on out, I'm throwing the episode to Jess because, like I said, I felt I do not know (laughs) what to even start with this book as a podcast. So it's (laughs) all you now, Jess. Yay, I'm taking over it. Let's see how this train wreck goes. All right. So we all agree the book was slow. Yes. But... Can you give me at least your two favorite things that you actually really thoroughly enjoyed about this book? Um, Do you want to go I'll first go. or you want me to go first? No, no I want you, you to go first. first. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah, go for it. Because oh, yeah, you're, yeah. you're the one that wanted to DNF it. So <clears> let's at least start too. with two things that you enjoyed. So two things that I enjoyed. One, I kind of, once the vampire part started coming in, I started feeling like I was watching, damn, what's that show? With those vampires? They're at California. Vampire and there's two brothers. No, not Vampire Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're oh, are you talking about the Lost Boys? Yes. I started Lost getting a Lost Boy feel when I was, because okay. these uh, vampires were ruthless. Like, they're mm-hmm. like everyone is up for grabs just because you're the main character does not mean like you're being untouched and that's what i liked about that's one thing i did like another thing 
that's it. That's it. That was the one thing. That's okay. That's totally fine. I did like the scene. I I don't know if they say something about me as a person, but I did like the baby scene. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I just felt like, dang, like he does. Stephen King does gives no shits. So that's why I kind of liked it. Because I like things to be as realistic as possible when it comes to a horror type genre. And that's realistic. A baby, of course, a baby would die. So yeah, yeah, I feel that. <laughs> that that baby scene was really cool. That was like, whoa! It, did not expect that one threw it, me for a loop. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty cool. Like in um, my thirties, I cry at the drop of a hat, and so anytime it had to come up, like anything having to do with that baby, mm-hmm. it just like made me so sad. I was ready to cry, and I was like, can I just like? strangle her (laughs) yeah (laughs) anyways you Sergio your turn um yeah so I thought the love story at the beginning was really cute like between uh what's his face uh Ben Ben Mm -hmm. Mears and and Susan Mm -hmm. I thought that was super cute uh it was it was it's very different from a lot of the other Stephen King uh stories I've read where there's not much of a love story. It's a lot of like bitterness between a couple usually. So seeing mm-hmm. that like budding relationship was really cool. Um, sucks what happened in the end, but like that was really cool. <laughs> uh, that and then just like the um, <laughs> I don't know, maybe <laughs> just I hope this doesn't say too much about me, but it's always funny that in some Stephen King novels, not all of them. And it like 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 you were saying, Jess, that it was like, um, he's very of the time. He wants to be modern. He wants to be like in the moment of everything. But um, I I love whenever he uses big words, uh, to sh- like when a character says big words just to show that they're smarter than everyone else. Mm-hmm. Like I always think that is hilarious. And when they, I forgot what the character's name was, but like they were starting to explain something to a priest. Um, and the, he goes like on this tangent of, of, of like philosophy while being attacked by vampires, you know, or just coming off of being attacked from vampires. And, and he's just like, oh, these big words here, big words here. I'm like, all right, we get it. You're the doctor, smart. All right. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the doctor. doctor. Yes. That was my yeah. favorite part. <laughs> no, you're very, like, you're so right. Stephen King was a troll in in his own <laughs> literature he's like oh no i'm gonna have a really smart character and he's just gonna use these words that make that like need do not need to be in a horror mm-hmm. book but you know what it's cool mm-hmm. yeah all about he's it. like i want people to know i'm smart so this character is gonna be smart <laughs> i mean if you can manage to knock out some like hit books when you're drunk all the time i'd mm-hmm. say you're pretty damn smart See, um, I would say the two things that I really enjoyed were actually the relationship between um the little boy was it Mark and oh, the older character, yeah. yeah, the older yeah, characters. Yeah, yeah. I actually really enjoyed that until it started to get well. You know me and the cheese. I don't do the cheese, but you know towards the end it started to get cheesy. But his relationship with them and the fact that two generations were able to come together and have an understanding that this supernatural thing is happening and working together using their heads 
you know, and you don't usually see that because what you see is adults coming down on children being like, you don't know what you're talking about. Why would we even listen to you? But these three adults, the priest, the doctor, and the author all rely on this kid because this kid actually knows what he's talking about. He's witnessed it. He, uh, are we doing spoilers? No spoilers. Yes, we're doing spoilers. spoilers we're doing spoilers. Okay. Um, he actually is the first one to get Barlow, who is like the key, you know, the master of all the vampires is starting the entire thing. He gets mm-hmm. him first. So it, there's this like mutual respect between this kid and the adults. And I really liked that. Um, and I too also enjoyed the fact that nobody was safe. Stephen King went after every single character and was like, if you are going to be turned, that's it. As long as you live within here, you will be turned and nobody is safe. And I love that in a horror, a horror. So before we started recording, I was like, I need to like, last time I'll probably say this is I felt like I didn't understand anything that really was going on in the book, except for like certain key parts that were high action, I guess you can say. And one of the videos I was listening to, I don't know the YouTuber's name, but he said a lot of people thought the kid and the adult relationship was problematic. Did y'all think that was problematic? Is in a sense of that they had some kind of relationship together, but it was non-platonic. And from what I can remember when I was listening, because I listened to it on audiobook. So So people thought... Like, what exactly did they get? From the way he said it was because he was so young. And then there's these adults, adults relying, like, I guess. Relying so much on a kid. Yes. Mm. But I would think that would make sense in any situation if this kid or whatever age this kid is um, in real life or in this book, like, you would okay, you know what you're talking about. I'm going to trust you. I don't care. I want to survive. Why would, why would, I don't know. I didn't think any issue of it when I was listening to it. No, absolutely. I feel the same way because it's almost like how um, adults rely on younger kids when it comes to technology Mm -hmm. because, you know, Mm -hmm. we advance out of it. You know, some of us keep up with it, whatever. And then these kids are immersed in it. They grow in it. They That's all they know. So who are you going to ask? Are you going to ask someone who's the same age that probably doesn't know? Or are you going to ask the kids who are in it every single day and will get it done just like that? Yeah, because he kept saying he read True. the books of monsters. But was it when he said books, did he mean comic books? More than likely. I okay. Think maybe. I don't think it's specified, but probably. Okay, yeah. That's kind of why I felt I started getting the lost boy feel. I'm like, oh, there's like those little boys in the comic books. <laughs> <laughs> they were teenagers, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Corys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know if it was problematic. I, I mean, I could see it being like if I turn my brain off. Yeah, I could totally see it being problematic, but no, it. It really flowed with the story, and I didn't like. That's not what caught me up in the story at all. Yeah, yeah, no, I I find that very interesting that um, people thought the relationship was problematic. Make anything problematic, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
No, nah, if anything, like uh, Mark and uh, and Ben's like relationship together was actually really cool because I think, man, and I'm it's it's been a little bit, it's been a few weeks since I read it, but if I remember correctly, he had like come out of uh like a bad relationship, I believe, or something like that. He, he was just like moving from his town wife to town. Died. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, his wife died. Um, and they didn't have a kid together, so. Now Mark is taking, you know, the place of his son, essentially, the way that he's like caring for him and saying, hey, man, we got to go like you can't stay here. And the kid equally, you know, we lost everyone. So it's like, hey, now you're kind of my my dad, my father figure now. So that's how it came off to me. Instead yeah, of, yeah. you know, yeah, it was like that romantic. a surrogate parent and a surrogate child. Right, right. Absolutely. That's crazy, though. That'd be so sad living in a small town and the vampires just take over. And never being able to return because they're all vampires. Mm-hmm. Yes, girl. I did not see that coming at all. What? No. <laughs> okay. I don't... Now here's my question. All right. You just led up to my question. Reading this book, did you know that that was how it was going to end? Is that, did you kind of get that feel? Did you know? No. <laughs> mainly because i didn't even know what was going on i was like okay because i did audiobook and i would have the book open to follow along because i was like i need to understand because in my mind since y'all two have read stephen king books like y'all must be really really smart in my head because <laughs> i'm like i don't want to i was like this book be easy peasy everyone loves him and I'm here reading it. I'm like, it's just flying over my head. So like I said, when it got to certain key parts, I was like, okay, now I'm into it. Now I'm getting, I'm getting immersed into the book. And then it's like he would stop and then give a long explanation to what's about to happen next. And that's when I felt I kept getting lost. So no, I did not think that's how it was going to end. I thought it was just like, <laughs> from my understanding, I thought it was just one vampire and he was just killing people and then he had one minion whatever that guy's name was and that's what i oh a familiar like for a long time and i was like okay and then when it got towards the end and i realized the townspeople and then what happens at the end with what they do to the town i'm just like okay so i just so i really didn't understand anything that happened in this book and that's why i was like i have 20 minutes let me try to get some youtube context in what i lost before I and you Sergio? Yeah. yeah so i have a love-hate relationship with stephen king because i have to pay attention way more than i usually do with most other books um mm-hmm. but like with him everything is foreshadowing almost almost everything is foreshadowing so like in the beginning when uh he's when ben is talking to susan and she starts telling him about uh what was it the old marston house or something like that yeah um that was like haunted and how you know the, this this old haunting is is still around but it's kind of out of sight out of mind but all the kids mm-hmm. still remember it and and um and 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 the the I, I had a feeling that was going to be the ending of the book where it's like it's a ghost town, but there's something still hidden in that town. So I had a feeling that 
maybe something similar would happen at the end where it is a ghost town. Spoilers. It is a ghost town, but there's still <laughs> something hidden there and there's some history, you know, of, of like death or something in, in the town. So I had a few, I didn't know exactly how it would end like that, but I didn't expect the entire town to die. But yeah, I, I thought maybe it was just the house is where like the, the vampires would stay. I mean, I did. I so definitely the- thought it was going to end that way, like in a full blown ghost town. Um, and in every ghost town, there's ghosts. And there's also, you know, the leftover residual supernatural stuff you have going on that m- turned it into a ghost town. And I definitely felt like that was going to happen because in the epilogue, you know, the, you meet this boy and this, mm-hmm. this uh, adult man who mm-hmm. are terrified to go back to a town that they obviously escaped from. I'm like, why is that? You know? So I kind of felt like it was going to end that way, but not, I didn't think it was going to be that cool. It was a cool ending. That was really cool. Did you, did you listen to the audiobook, Jess? I did. I did listen oh, to the man. audiobook. And, you know, um, I'm going to have to throw in a little recommendation here. Maybe don't. No, the guys. <laughs> I, no. <laughs> I think you need to, you need to actually physically read the book. Um, because, you know, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, y'all. I sped up the I sped up the book reading. Oh, I, I always to, do. Yeah, yeah, I had to up that book reading, you know, a little he more. He was so slow. Yeah, he was so slow. And I always listen to my books at 1.5, and I felt like, is this really 1.5? I had to go to at least 2.1 just to be my 1.5 speed on other audiobooks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was yep. slow, and also I found, um, I found myself. And granted, I was working while I was listening to it. Um, but I found myself kind of getting lost because all of a sudden we'd be talking about one character. And then as I'm typing, we're all of a sudden talking about a completely different storyline. I'm like, wait, did I miss something? But no, it was just like transitioning from one character to another. Because I would go back and check, obviously. Mm-hmm. And no, that's just kind of how we did it. He just kind of transitioned like that. So I think reading the book physically will eliminate those issues. <laughs> I definitely am going to probably re-listen to the book again now that I've read it or listened to it once. I'm going to probably re-listen to it again because the movie comes out in April. Um, mm-hmm. When this episode is uploaded, it'll be in February, for early February. So um, this is a great Valentine's episode, isn't it? <laughs> Valentine's. <laughs> Yeah, vampire kisses. <laughs> vampire kisses. That's yeah. the title of the episode, Vampire Kisses. Oh, that's the perfect title. I enjoy that. Does Tom Cruise play Dr. Barlow? Dr. Barlow? Master Barlow? Oh, I don't know. I haven't even looked at casting or anything. I just know. I'm kidding. It was a total joke. Oh, but... okay. I that was like, that's amazing. Been I could totally see it. <laughs> Interview with a vampire, Tom Cruise. Yeah. I, oh, well, we can talk about that at the end. Brad Pitt. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I, I'm looking forward to the movie. I want to listen to it again to understand it better, so I can really see pick parts when the movie comes out. Because I like all the Stephen King's TV shows and movies, so I thought, yeah, that's why um, I like this book. <laughs> I think I'm just gonna stick to watching the movie. Yeah, there are I... so many Stephen King novels that are better as movies or miniseries than books. Oh, okay. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and he hated The Shining, but I loved it. 
Oh, I well, it took me two days to actually finish watching it because what's his name? The main character, Jack Torrance. Is that his? Yeah, Jack Torrance. But what was the actor's name? John oh, Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. His face. <laughs> John is stuck in my head. <laughs> his face would freak me out so much. I was like, I can't look at him. Well, let's take a break from this movie. Like, so my husband was like, are you serious? I was like, yes. It wasn't even the ghost or anything that was freaking me out. It was his facial expression throughout the whole movie was freaking me out. Mm-hmm. I'm with your husband. What the hell? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know Jack Nicholson isn't the prettiest thing to look at, but I think it was pretty, you know, it, it helped. It helped. No, vibe. it did help because I was freaking it. out just that he does with him as a person and everything he was going through in the sense of that hotel but yeah i like i like the shiny that was the first movie that i've seen of stephen king i believe before we got into what was that show that we watched together on hulu jess oh castle rock yes that's when i went down the spiral not yet no oh watch it (gasps) yeah do it it's yes. really good. I'm adding it to the list. And then give us all your live thoughts as you watch. <laughs> Just Sarah wants that. you to live yeah, yeah. tweet in our group yes. chat. <laughs> yes, do that. I'll do that. <laughs> I she would rewatch it. Your thoughts. Let me know when you start kind of getting to watching it again, and I'll rewatch it myself on my end because okay. I really. <laughs> That's kind of what threw me into wanting to know more about Stephen King, not The Shining or It or anything like that. It was that TV show is what got me. You need to, uh, Serge, you need to make your wife watch it as well. (laughs) She's going to have nightmares, I guarantee it. A hundred thousand percent. (laughs) No, it's not that scary. (laughs) I mean, but I know his wife. And she likely yeah. will have nightmares. Yeah. But that's she's... what makes it fun. <laughs> but I thought she loves horror. I thought she liked horror. She she's laughs okay at horror. Yeah, I know she, she laughs, laughs at, at it. it. I can't watch, watch horror movies, movies with, her. with her. No, me it, either. No. Yeah, same. <laughs> I hate being scared. I hate I I'm not like the biggest fan of scary movies. So I'm glad mm. I'm with her because it really lightens the blow of every <laughs> horror element. That's true. But you can read it? Yeah, oddly enough, I I love reading horror novels. Like that that doesn't freak me out. I'll listen to uh like horror podcasts and I'm fine with that. But like it, it's something like a visual thing that uh that gets me. That's like my daughter then. She can she can't watch it, but she can listen to podcasts, she can listen to a story. Mm-hmm. Um she can listen to someone else talking about it and it has a few pictures in the background, like a green screen kind of thing. Right. But anything like as a movie or like a small little scene, she will not watch it. No, absolutely not. That's crazy. I mean, that that's how I feel about haunt, like haunted houses, not real ones, but okay. like the fake ones. Nah, these people are up in my space. They're in your face. They're <laughs> oh, like okay, okay. about to touch you. I don't yeah. need I anything never in the real life. I don't go because they freak me out. I don't like them. I always do want not to ask go. me. Do not <laughs> I have, me. I have no one to go with. Anyone who's listening <laughs> for 2023, if you want to go to a haunted house with me and have me experience it at least one time, let me know so we can go. Actually, together. that would make a really good YouTube special. Yeah, would. I would be. I don't know how they probably wouldn't even be. I probably wouldn't even be able to record my face. I'd be so scared. It'll be just like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> Shaky cam. Snot running down her nose. Yes. <laughs> like tears and snot. I'd be crying. 
<laughs> I'll be like, why did I do this to myself? Your husband's <laughs> going to be in the background like, oh my No, God. he refuses to go. <laughs> Same reasons as you, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't need those people in my space. It's a personal Pandemic. space thing, not, not a yeah. scary thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. like, sure. Everyone says COVID now. Like, I knew you're in my bubble covid people <laughs> give me 50 feet 50 feet please <laughs> i mean not quite but you know with yeah. me anyways so yeah. okay well then moving on what would let's just kind of go into this what would you rate the book would you recommend it to somebody else who's wanting to read a stephen king book so are we going to do like five stars or we're going to do we like- always do five stars okay Unless you want to do five books, some real cutesy crap. But no, we'll do five stars. We'll do five, five stars. vampire teeth. <laughs> oh, vampire teeth. Vampire, vampire, teeth. vampire teeth. How many vampire teeth? <laughs> you rate this. Yes. Yeah, let's go with Surge first. Surge. Okay. Yeah, Surge. Let's, let's hear you. Um, yeah. Man, I, okay. So this is coming from a perspective of someone who has a love-hate relationship with a lot of Stephen King books and similar books. Um, like House of Leaves and stuff. I, I, uh, yeah, I would, I would give it three, just above uh, average. Like it's, it's pretty good. It's not bad. When the, when the action gets going, it really gets going. Um, and that's a lot of fun. It just sucks that that's like the last fourth of the book. Um, but yeah, I would definitely recommend this book. Oh, yeah. my turn. Um, yeah, I would I give it. <clears throat> A two. <laughs> <laughs> and why? Mainly why is that? Because my little brain could not comprehend the story very well. That's mainly because of me. It has nothing to do with Stephen King. <laughs> I just felt the story was really dense. And uh, from someone who comes from reading a lot of romance and basic thrillers, um, I felt like this. And I don't, I want to say this is probably my third horror ever reading. And this is probably the most complex horror story I've ever read. So, yeah. That's okay. why. Yeah. Um, I'm with Serge. I'm going to give it three vampire teeth. It um, it didn't ruin it for me, but it didn't really do it for me either. Um, I loved all the action, but the fact that it was at the very end mm-hmm. and only like that one fourth, just like Serge said, that sucks, man. Like, I, I need a little more. I need you to keep me engaged. And I probably would have DNF'd the book as well if we didn't, like, have this at the end, you know, where we get to mm-hmm. talk about it. Um, yeah, I probably would have killed it. And, yeah. and and I hate to say that. <laughs> I think it was at page 200 when I was ready to give up. I was like, I have to do it for Sergio because he said he said he finished it. It's all Seriously, for him. If, if it wasn't for you, Serge, she would have texted me and be like, "Yeah, no, I'm killing this book, even if I had finished it." Yeah. She's like, "I can't do it." Like, I don't care so, if Jess aw, finished the you. book, but because you yeah. finished it, I was like, "I got to do this" because I yeah. asked him to be on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, who cares about Jess, right? No. Yeah. Oh well, I've known you the longest. I feel it's like you know, it's like you know how you are with family, and then when you are with friends or strangers, well, you're a yeah. family, so that's why. Yeah. So I get sense. the boot. I get the boot. Yeah. I am glad that y'all finished it, and 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 I agree uh, with you, Sierra, that that it it it's confusing. 
the entire story is confusing. And yet, like looking back on it, it's incredibly simple. Like how did how did he how did he convolute such a simple story? <laughs> vampires in the town. He makes everyone into vampires. People die. That's the that's it. That's the whole story. Yeah. And yet it gets so convoluted towards the middle mostly. Like the beginning, it's like, okay, we're introducing a bunch of characters. In the middle, it's like, what is even happening? Yeah. 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 No, that's I know. There's I like there's relationships blooming. And then there, like that whole relationship with uh, the woman who was cheating on her husband with the kid that was way younger. Oh, yeah. And then oh, the yes. husband comes home and like basically scares the crap out of the guy that she's cheating mm -hmm. on him with on him with and then like beats the crap out of her like what was the point other than like at the end to be like they're vampires yeah yeah yeah, but, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. i was like holy hell he is caught <laughs> and yet that was the exciting part of like the middle of the book it yeah had nothing yes! to do with vampires it had yeah. absolutely nothing to do with vampires, and yet it was like the exciting. Intriguing I guess that part. explains why mm. I was like, "So, what was the point of this in the book?" <laughs> like, that's kind of what I felt like when I was like, "Okay, this is good." Like, there's some drama going on, and then <laughs> I kept reading. I was like, "What just happened? Like, where did they yep. go?" Mm -hmm. Yeah, there, I mean, it's there just, was it's no just filler. Point. Yeah. I get. I guess that leads into what you were saying earlier, Sierra, about how they were just trying to, or one of you said, like they were just trying to, like, um, it, it's a small town, and letting you know what's happening in this small town, and mm -hmm. how they all kind of come together and work together, um, yeah. and how everybody knows everyone's business, right? Yeah. So, I mean, the the guy got the heads up that his wife was cheating from a neighbor. Was it a neighbor or? <laughs> I can't remember how he found they're out. They're all neighbors, so probably. Yeah. yeah, they're all neighbors, yeah. From but a neighbor, I know he, he got left the work, up. and then he came back home and waited two hours just to see if his wife was cheating on him. Mm. I mean, but wouldn't you? Wouldn't I you, like, Yes, but friend? I mean, two hours staying hidden is a long time. I can That's barely hide time. for like 10, 15 minutes just to scare my husband <laughs> behind a door. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that was... And I think like those things those little um there's a word for it and i forgot the word but those little like takeaways where we take a break from the main action or the main character to go in into other people's homes and see what they're doing you know like that's that, that there was a one part where what was it the the only natural death was like some guy who had a heart attack yeah it was oh, yeah. like whoa that's like that's crazy to know right but then also it's like okay cool i feel like i'm a part of the town because mm -hmm. i have like a little little peephole into everybody's house into what everybody's doing so like it felt good but man during the in that time i was like i don't care i don't care about yeah. any of it yeah <laughs> <laughs> like when you look back at it all you're like okay yeah that was nice to have good substance mm -hmm. but mm -hmm. yeah when you're in it you're like why why am i trudging through this right now yes definitely so i'm um, here's one here's one of my questions that i guess i don't know the answer to so was the marston house like the main hub of where the vampires would be at like what was the point of this house that's that's where that's where the so, main dude was from or like yeah into town and stayed that was it oh that was yeah. it. yeah there I was think, no I, well remember the remember they started the the marsdens were a family um 
the dad was a family annihilator. And then at the end, he committed suicide. Mm -hmm. And so they felt like his evil presence still lived within that home. So I think they weren't vampires. No, not the initial one. No. Oh, not the the Marsdens. It was a family annihilator, which is a man who, or, or woman could be a woman, um, comes in and kills their entire family and then ultimately kills themselves because family annihilators are cowards. Anyways, um, they, you know, so that evil presence was still in that house. And I think that's what attracted Barlow and his familiar Mm -hmm. to get that house. And so it started off as like the, the vampire clubhouse, but then ultimately ended at the, in the basement of the boarding house. Right, Right. Serge? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. When the book ended, I was just like, so what was the point of this house that we started Mm -hmm. off with? So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That was, it was the evil presence that attracted, you know, like Sergio said, like there was that one thing Mm -hmm. that just represented evil within this ghost town and it stayed evil and so it always started, you know, that was the one evil thing because of that man and his evil soul. So my one question to y'all, on a dare, would y'all go into that house? Like, Absolutely. Uh, you would? Without I would too. Yeah. yeah. Would you go up to the second floor or just grab something from the floor, first floor and come right out? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, I think... I think I would have to go up to the second floor because as scared as I would be my, like just my, myself, my ego would not allow me to go to go in there and not see everything. Oh no. I'll like, go I would in. have to be like, I have to see oh, no. everything <laughs> so that I can come out and say that I saw everything. Like, no, as soon as I, I can't I enter, leave it unfinished and out. <laughs> in and out. I'll just put my hand in, grab whatever, come right out. You're crazy, Jess. <laughs> That's not even, that doesn't even count because your entire body has to go through the door. Well, as long as half of a good percentage of my body goes in, I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I couldn't. No, <laughs> I, could I, I wouldn't go upstairs. I would go to like the back of the house, grab something and then like up out the back or probably just run through the front. Like I'm not just going to like run straight no. through. I'm yeah, being so exactly. scared or like the just door could close on shop. you, Serge. Why well, wouldn't yeah. close and locks on you? And then you're gonna be I'm freaking out and pee your pants. Throwing something through the window. I'm going through. <laughs> yeah. There's multiple ways to get out of a house. Actually, no, what was that one horror movie where they like, well, there's plenty of them, but there was one specific one where they kept trying to get out of the house and no matter what they did, they could not get out. It was like even the windows were unbreakable. Was it like a uh, one of those games where you try to get out of the room? Like an Is escape room? No. Yeah. Was it a house no. like that? No. It was like a haunt. I don't know. It was probably one of those like, like a B list IFC <laughs> scary movies. <laughs> I've seen so many of those. That's probably what it was. Ignore oh, me. Who knows? Ignore me. So before we end this episode, I do have a question. I Jess, I already know your answer. It's going to be a yes. But Serge, mm-hmm. would you want to read? It's another Stephen King book, people. <laughs> a fairy tale. Have you read Fairy Tale? Uh, no, I did just pick it up because my credit just came up on Audible. I did. Oh, okay. That nice. being said, I still have that one in like the Duma key to to read as well. I don't even know what that is, but <laughs> another Stephen King book. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I'm like, you told me a title that I have no idea. <laughs> I like how you whispered that, like nobody would hear it. Yeah. <laughs> as, as long as y'all heard it. Because <laughs> um, I was thinking maybe we can do that one, because that one's a long book too, from what mm-hmm. it's 608 pages. I just looked at mm-hmm. it up on Amazon. And I was thinking maybe we can do that one as one and two part, like we read up to the 50% mark, record what our thoughts are for the first 50 percent, and then record for the last 50 fun would you want to do that jess yeah okay and then this i don't you you know y'all know more so is this considered horror as well or is this something different because the title makes it seem like it's going to be a happy ending a happily i'm actually not a hundred percent sure um I haven't really looked all that much into that one. I do want to read it, but I haven't really looked that much into it. So Serge probably knows more than me. Uh, I read the blurb and it sounds like, uh, what's that movie? Guillermo del Toro? Pan's Labyrinth. It sounds (gasps) similar to that. So yeah, then it's probably if you associate associate it with Pan's Labyrinth, it is horror, but there's Mm -hmm. like mysticism to it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, high fantasy horror. Yeah, there you go. Everything Guillermo del Toro. Right, oh, okay. Right. I heard that this is Stephen King's best of the best book that he has written ever. They so, say that every oh, book. Oh, I don't know. But no, I heard, well, Mr. Because... Mercedes was not that. <laughs> Absolutely not. They said that too, and that was a lie. Oh, okay. You well, lied to me. Don't, <laughs> yeah. let, let me have my hopes up, Serge. Let me have <laughs> okay. I'm hoping this will be a lot better than Salem's lot. <laughs> oh, well, I know, Serge, you, you don't have. I'll just. Well, um, I have one more question. You. You, oh, yeah. Do you need me on here? I'm going to run oh. and get. Oh, you're not. Go, 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 go. Sorry. Okay. No. So since we, you know, in this podcast, of course, it's mainly about books, but we always like to discuss movies and TV shows that tend to do with books. So we already discussed favorite Stephen King books. What are your favorite movie adaptions or shows? Or what are you looking forward to? As in just Stephen King or? Yes. Okay. You go search. I want to hear your answer. Uh, Under the Dome, because that book is forever and a half long. That book is like, I'm going to exaggerate, <laughs> but it's like 3,000 pages long. It is super long, and Under the Dome was fantastic. I loved that miniseries. That one was really? a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm gonna look that, that was really cool, because it was like sci-fi horror, and mm-hmm. I'm I'm the biggest sci-fi horror fan. It's great. That was always, that's another, that's one that's on my list, and I haven't gotten around to. Um, oh. You know, when it comes to sci-fi, I like it. I like it a lot, but I'll never like put that first to watch. So mm-hmm. since you since you backed it and said that it was good, I'll definitely add that. Add that. I'm gonna have to look it up for it. sure. Okay. Besides that, this was my first Stephen King book. <laughs> I'm gonna wait until this movie comes out and tell you. But <laughs> <laughs> out of all the Stephen King movies that I have seen, but never read the book, the one that gets me the most. Oh, I have two. This is only okay. two. Is Pet okay. Cemetery, but the newest Ooh. movie. I don't know how the original older movie is, but the newest Pet Cemetery, that really got to me in my head, and The Outsider really messed with me. Like, messed with me for like weeks. I still think about it to this day. Mm-hmm. Oh, the so, book definitely messed with me. 
Really? The TV show really messed with me big time. And I was just like, holy shit, what kind of world do we live in? Like, I feel like we (laughs) probably live in that world because of all the unsolved mysteries and crimes out there in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. So if there's a second one, I would have to say Misery. Misery was really cool. That movie Ooh, was awesome. okay. I do want to read yeah. that one for sure. That's definitely it's, on my list. That's a slow burn as well, but in a, in a better way um, than this book because nothing really happens. But the movie was incredible. I loved Kathy yeah. Bates in that movie. Oh, Kathy Bates is just a, just a phenomenal person. Yeah. Like, oh, her acting is insane. Mm-hmm. When you watch Castle Rock, I think you're going to like it because of a, 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 the, just keep the misery in mind okay all right yeah yeah no yeah. i i would say like there's so many i i love you know the movie adaptions tv shows are definitely i don't want to say they're better than his books but i think because maybe it's because we can visually see it mm-hmm. you know we're visually immersed in it rather than you know trying to create this vision within our own minds um but i so i love many but i'm gonna have to say castle rock was probably my favorite it was just so cool and i loved it so much and you know and then there's you know the good old the shining but that one's a slow burn too even in the movie form Mm -hmm. um but and pet cemetery excellent and actually, Sierra, um, I would say that the original follow the the reboot actually follows the original pretty damn well. Okay, I just know and some I, people are. Oh, you you like the reboot, but you don't like the original. Like I've just never, I didn't know who Stephen King really was until I want to say I I don't know until you told me about him, Jess. Really, Castle Rock came into the picture when that TV show was coming, and then. I knew who Stephen King was, but I didn't know he was, he had all these books. Does that make sense what I'm trying to say? Like, yeah. I didn't yeah. know he was a big, big, big deal. He wasn't really on your radar. Yeah. Not really your thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm trying. Cool. I'm trying. I want to be a Stephen would, King I, fan. I would actually love to see, I, I got I to look it up. He has so, so many books, but I would love to see if Stephen King has ever written a romance novel or what that even, even look like. Yeah, that would be yeah. interesting because he's so into his characters. That would be awesome. I feel like he'd be really be good at the character building. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, feel like it would be very mundane with a few. I, so. <laughs> I, I would just be a normal so. <laughs> with some a normal relationship, with some uh, evilness to it, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I think he would probably, but it'd probably come out something similar to what. Um, is it fatal attraction? Oh, I could see that. that. Yeah, yeah. It, I could I could see it being like a fatal attraction vibe or if he completely removes the horror vibe from it, which he's an excellent author, I'm sure he could do, it'd be some really cheesy all about the love romance. <laughs> There's a movie date. I think yeah. it's a short story of Stephen King's. This is what I envision his romance would be. And I don't remember, maybe y'all would know, but it's the husband and wife, they go on vacation and the wife gets tied up. Oh, the Netflix the- movie. 
Gerald, yes. uh, that is Gerald's Stephen King. That yes, is that's game. that is. Yeah, 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 Gerald's game. That's what it is. That's what I envision his romance books are. Yeah, <laughs> minus the horror. So minus the psychological thrill. Actually, no. No, I think he would throw in all that. Like I think that's yeah. his his way of showing. Ro- Here, you that want some romance? Yeah, this is yeah. your romance. But that is his. So so yeah. what you're saying is like it shouldn't be labeled horror. It should just be rela- labeled romance. Or it should be yeah, romance psychological horror. Romance. Or, yeah, psychological, psychological romance. romance. <laughs> Welcome to a toxic relationship, people. Yeah. <laughs> that because my husband quotes that the guy who came in to steal, um, when he says, "Oh, you're made out of moonlight," and I think it's just so creepy. So my husband sometimes will say it randomly. I'm like, "Stop saying that," because <laughs> then I start thinking of him in my head. <laughs> I I need uh. to. I need to have a kid named Sammy, so that way I can randomly out Sammy. <laughs> Supernatural. Yeah. That, that's immediately what I thought of, like things that you could you know, quote from movies or yell mm-hmm. out. It would be Sammy. Mm-hmm. Or you should have named your new puppy Sammy. Oh no! This this puppy, he is literally roly poly. Like all he wants <laughs> to do is eat. Every day wakes me up at 6.30 in the morning to eat for no reason. Oh my but he goodness. could be sleeping. He could be sleeping. He's like, my tummy is rumbling. I need to eat now. Mm-hmm. I'm hungry, mother. I really mm-hmm. am. Well, Not thank you. I eat an elephant. <laughs> well, thank right. you for being on here, Serge. I really appreciate yes. you taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me. This is awesome. Yes, thank you for coming on. It's always nice having different perspectives, especially a male perspective, because sometimes I think we get too much. Yeah, because sometimes me and Jess can agree a little bit too much, and I'm like, I need someone who doesn't agree with me. (laughs) (laughs) Unless it comes to the cheese factor. I am not a cheesy person, and Sierra is all about the cheese. Oh, yes, I am. Mm. She's like, bring the lactate type cheese. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) <laughs> would you ever be interested in doing a romance book Sorry? yes yeah oh totally oh, okay. I, I love all genres i i mean i haven't read a book that i have no that's a lie i have read a few books i didn't like but <laughs> like i i'm everywhere like as far as books are i've i like them all we're gonna say i this. have a request sure. serge can you tell sierra about that book that we were discussing that one time we were at Lust- luster pearl where the mm. writing is all um backwards and inwards uh, I can't remember oh, the yeah. name of the, yeah. uh, the House of Leaves. Yes. Is what it's what called. What is that yeah. about? I've seen it, it around, but what is that it about? It is an abstract book and will make you mad. But um, in in short, it is... Oh, man, there's no easy way to explain it. So here we go. <laughs> it's about a guy named Zampano who wrote a book called The House of Leaves. And The House of Leaves is about a book... Or is a book about a uh, a very popular um, photographer slash videographer who buys this house and creepy things happen in the house. Well, not kind of. It's like extra dimensional kind of creepy things happen in the house. Okay. Um, and that's simplifying it. On top of that, there is a guy named Johnny Truant who Zampano dies. He goes into his apartment, steals the manuscript, and is reading through the book at the same time you are. So there are Zampano's notes at the bottom, as well as Johnny Truant's notes at the bottom. And then at one point in the book, a wall is broken. And in the book, like physically on the page, there's no way you can do this audio. But on the page, there is a block missing. 
with other text that's around there, right inside of it. Like what is happening? And you can read that as the pages go on. Um, there's like, that's text would be sideways, upside down, making a picture kind of thing. Like it and gets, it, it, it's right. It's crazy. And it makes sense to the story. How long did it, it take you to read this book? <laughs> Ew, oh, it took me a month. It took me a month because I was reading it in, in, in like 30 minute sections. Um, okay. whenever I would go pick up my wife from work, I would be reading it in the car, just waiting for her. And I would go about like, 30 minutes early before she got out, I would read a little bit and then, you know, go pick her up and everything. But it took me a while to get into the book. Um, and anybody who's read the book, chapter five can jump off a cliff. I hate that chapter, but it makes <laughs> sense for the rest of the book. And it's one of those books. that's okay. like, it's foreshadowing here and it's echoing what's happening in the, at the end. And then there's like a whole, there's like two different appendix appendices that you have to go through. You don't have to, but you can go through. And then there's some short stories that the author also wrote that play into what happened in the beginning of the book. Like, whoa, wait. So what was real? It's it's just two unreliable narrators. Yeah, it's, <laughs> no, it's, it's kind of confusing. I had to have Serge tell you about this book because I wanted to tell you about it but I could not recollect everything that he said. And I was like, it's just going to come out all I've kinds of like seen, nonsense. I've yeah. seen this, the cover of the book on Instagram. I've seen it floating around, but I've never read anyone's reviews of it. So yeah, yeah. I would have to, I'll check that out. That one will definitely not be a podcast because it sounds like it'll take me forever. <laughs> it, there, and it's like a Street Fighter in the sense that there is the original version and then there's like the Turbo Edition and then the oh, Super no. Ultra Turbo Edition. <laughs> Get the Ultimate Edition or whatever it's called because it has okay. like colored text and the appendices are in there and the swan notes or whatever they're called. The swan poems, I think, uh, are in there as well. And it's it's all in amazing. Thing. After I was I done reading it, I hated it. But it was, uh, but now I'm like, it was <laughs> one of the best books I've ever read. I yeah, I can only imagine the editor when they got this manuscript. Oh, right, yeah, bald, ripped yeah. All like I wonder if they were like, I am so, like this is like I wonder what clicked to them. Like this needs to be published. Mm -hmm. Just you talking about the swirlies and yeah, no. <laughs> and then like yeah. it's like Zampano's story. He has his own story going on, which is cool. And then Johnny Truant's story is kind of weird, but it's good. And then the main story of that photographer slash videographer, that was the part that I loved the most. Like, that was incredible. And it had an amazing ending, too. Oh, Sorry, you, like, I wish the perfect I would've. answer. <laughs> Are you more of an audiobook than physical? Um, No, I love physical books way more. Okay. Uh, but with a lot of Stephen King's novels, I would rather have the audio book because there's just so much to get through. Well, since you're, you listen to more audio for Stephen King, are all the narrators like this? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, they all suck. And oh they're my all God. so slow. It reminds Ooh. me of, I was telling my husband, he was like, well, isn't the audiobook helping you? And I told him, the guy from Ferris Bueller, the teacher, <laughs> that, Bueller. That, that is what I imagine the audio narrator looking like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think of, uh, what's the, the guy from um, Ratatouille? Oh, the critic? 
the critic. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's who I imagine is oh narrating the book. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's crazy. Well, anyway, I'd rather have the audiobook than not have it. So, for sure. <laughs> yes, yes, true. For sure. Okay, so I guess this is the end for Maybe the episode. Yes. Anything you want people to, um, you want anyone to know, Serge? Yeah. Socials, Uh, streaming. Uh, no. I like to be secret. (laughs) Okay. Sergio wants to be mystery. So if you don't see him tagged on anything, that is why. Yeah. This is his uh, Arnold picture. On Twitter, (laughs) on Twitter, at LAGG48, at lag48. Do you tweet a lot of thoughts on there? Uh, no, but I do make a lot of book recommendations oh, okay. on there or whenever I finish an audio book, that's where I'll post about it. Okay. Yeah. No, oh, well, I'm, I'm going to have mm-hmm. to follow you then. Yes. <laughs> I I only have Twitter to be nosy. <laughs> Just to look at people's tweets. So, uh, I feel like I get most of my news through there, but I'll be like, that oh, is terrifying. Why? Mm-hmm. I just follow the news people and then they all follow oh, the polls. Okay. I yeah. thought you were going to, you were about to tell me, yeah, I get my news from Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> but no, <laughs> like I follow the new, like I don't follow CNN, but like people like CNN, like things like mm-hmm. that. Okay. And that's how I kind okay. of, fi- that's why when you ask like, where do you find these weird articles? It's because of Twitter. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. I accept that. <laughs> yes. How reliable they are. I don't know. comforting comforting because there's that guy on tiktok he makes fake accounts like macy's and yeah yeah that That guy so i sometimes i wonder if i'm even reading the real news article people (laughs) (laughs) hence why i have to ask you where you get some of these articles from because if i haven't heard about it i'm it's questionable. Yeah. Questionable. That's why I just send you TikToks now. I was like, I'm not going to send her these articles as much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not get into the conversation on if the world is flat. Mm. Oh, yeah. Serge. Okay. Let me stop recording <laughs> okay. so I can talk to you about that.